This is a medicinal mass network production. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to the FBI Basement, the podcast where we watch and review every last episode of The X-Files, or they will take our families. Take them. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what? Uh, today on the program, we are going to touch on the subject of uh, aging and mortality on a boat in the northern seas of Scandinavia. A love boat? Uh, yes. Wait, what? We are reviewing Dead Calm. Dot Calm? Dot Calm. Uh, it's supposed to be Dead Calm, I think. Dude Come. That, that would be more interesting, I think, than this episode. So, Which, Boy, this episode is going is a fun one. We are reviewing Dead Calm, uh, which was the 19th episode of season two, originally airing on March 10th, 1995. Uh, I'm Todd. I'll be your host for the evening. I'm joined today by our usual panel. Uh, joining me right now, uh, writer, my better half, and snuggly person, Shannon. Hi, honey. Hey, babe. And uh, also coming, our producer, the the high overlord of the Medicinal Mass Network, Valentine. So I guess the snuggly person thing is just a phrase we throw around for everyone now, huh? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sorry. I, I know. Can we call you Snuggles now? Who, me? No, Val. It's called Val Snuggles <laughs> from now on. Oh, okay. Okay, so I, I don't know what it's supposed to actually mean because dot calm uh, is supposed to look like uh, Norwegian for dead calm. But uh, fun fact, it's absolute fucking gibberish. Yeah, but I also need to introduce <sighs> Marissa. I also need to say Marissa's here, She's too. also fucking gibberish. <laughs> I got some gibberish for you. Uh, later. Later. <laughs> now, uh, before we get into the recap, we would like to remind you that the FBI basement uh, comes to you free of charge and uh, without any advertising. And we're, we're free at the point of service. We don't um, uh, cost anything. Uh, but if you like what you hear and want to... Support us in our en- endeavors to make more podcasts. You can find us at patreon.com slash FBI basement, where even a donation as small as $1 will get you access to the uh, discord community, uh, access to several bits of on-demand audio and uh, uncomfortable conversations and maybe a little bit of art and maybe some sort of recipe for, I, I don't know, a Brown Betty. I don't know. I'll figure it out. We're getting I, some of your fanfic up there. That's what we need. Oh fuck no! We're gonna do an audio, uh, an audio recreation of your fanfic. Oh jeez! Can we put my sex commissions on there too? Oh god, yes. Alleged sex commissions. Alleged twenty dollar limit. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Basically, put money on our Patreon so we can do what we really want, which is just to watch a lot of Letterkenny. This would be the point, usually in the podcast, where I would begin the uh, recap. You have feelings about this episode, though, and not good feelings. But here's the thing. How many times are they going to go back to this well? 
because this they did this with ice they did this with the fucking bees in the woods they did it in a volcano they do this isolate Mulder and Scully with some guys that are going to develop attitude problems. There's some kind of a disease or parasite or mind control thing going from person to person and you can't, tr- and nobody trusts anybody and it gets violent and there's a time limit or something going on and it happens. They've used the, they've gone to the well like, mm. on this four times and we're not even half and we're, and we're barely halfway through the second season. Okay. They've done this. All right. And now it's our job at the FBI basement to break down which one was the better version. Also, by the way, there's a reference, but but this episode also has an episode, a reference to Zardos. Really? Yeah, the rapid aging is a reference to uh, Zardos. Yeah. Not intentionally. Right. Not an intentional reference, but it's like, it is kind of Zardos-y. Right. Okay. This all starts when they find an American destroyer escort called the USS Ardent. Uh, they the, the crew um, uh, board lifeboats an abandoned ship uh, uh, against captain orders. Okay, to answer your question, um, yeah, Firewalker, uh, Field Trip, and Detour. Also, Quagmire. So they're going to keep doing this, huh? Forever. Uh, this time, the gimmick is rapid aging. They find a sailor who, in a short span of time, went from being in his 20s to looking like he was in his 90s or something. Yeah, when they pull up on this boat, so the one that finally, there was a boat that left or whatever with them on it? Yes, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I kind yeah, of they, maybe slept through this. I don't they remember. They all look like the smoking man is what I took from it. Like they, the makeup artist for smoking man was like, all right, we're going over time. See, I'm looking this makeup artist up. The key, the key makeup artist for the X-Files during the season and for this episode was Fern Levin. And I'm looking at their... Uh, IMDb, absolute trash. Like, stuff that nobody gives a shit about or will ever watch again if they ever watched in the first place. I can't even name one that people might have seen. Like, uh, nothing. The eye. It's terrible. Like, I don't know how to feel about that makeup. You gotta gotta hold your your words carefully. The American remake of The Eye with Jessica Alba and... yeah. Oh, we fuck have, that. We have the fuck Eye, no, we have Fantastic you. Four, and we have this random movie I've never heard of with uh, Bill Pullman called Ignition. No, nothing uh, of, no, nothing of... Why do I know that one? Why do I know that one? That's a fireman movie. Oh, that's why I know that one. It has a picture of a missile on the cover. <laughs> a mission, no, a missile? I don't know. Fireman? <laughs> Maybe I'm know. thinking of another movie. I don't know. But it's like... You're yeah, thinking uh, of Dante's Peak. <laughs> I think that's what you're thinking of, Dante's Peak, um, which has no firemen, but Pierce Brosnan. And there's kind of the, the the only time for me this gets a little bit interesting is Mulder's theory that the boat that disappeared and had the aging people on it was the boat that was uh, that was the subject of a government experimentation. Oh, related yeah, to the Philadelphia, Philadelphia experiment, experiment yeah. right? Well, okay, I I don't want to. Look it up again because it's taking a minute. Does anybody know? Can anybody explain quickly what the Philadelphia experiment was? Oh, it's forget. this great movie with Hepburn and no, uh, no, the Tracy. real one. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's a Philadelphia story. Uh, the Philadelphia experiment was actually uh, something that was kind of cool. Um, I don't remember the full details, but it was apparently that it was supposed to be trying to move matter from one place to another. Well, actually, they were trying to uh, they were render- watch entanglement, right? 
Yeah, they were trying to. uh, They claimed to. I like that we all tried really hard to Wikipedia this app, like this article, all at the same time, and Val won. (laughs) Well, what I no, what I wrote down was it's the Rosenstein bridges for boats. So essentially, what they're trying to do is where you quantum entangle matter and you flip flop it regardless of distance in the universe. Einstein's theory or Einstein's quote was scary and spooky at a distance. Well, it was also like they were trying, they were messing with like invisibility and cloaking devices, allegedly. And I mean, oh, that's a completely different one than that I'm thinking. Yeah, of. This yeah is, that's these, that, the Philadelphia experiment, allegedly. Yeah, and they were the trying to of, render, they were trying to render a boat invisible to enemy radar. Yeah, and and it was things. the USS yeah, Philadelphia. It's just and the radar, it was the radar, though. Yeah, it was to, the, yeah. It but, was the Eldridge. It showed, and allegedly it showed up in the Philadelphia Harbor and then disappeared and ended up, according to, according to story, it ended up at the Norfolk, uh, Norfolk, uh, like shipyards and people swear up and down. And one of the reasons they talk about it, it's one of the like, it's one of those ones that like, if you believe in aliens, this is like one of the ah. Uh-uh, moment did, did they life. interview the people that actually witnessed it at both locations uh th- there was no one poorly sourced. right so tell me tell me one interview where there is a person who i witnessed it and at both locations you know uh, like apparently that's, that's... a guy named carlos mcdill allende okay so there's who, validity to like who allegedly like allegedly sent this and it's like it's not a real story it may not actually be Like, it may be very well a hoax because no one can ever find that this dude actually ever existed. And, like, allegedly, yeah, allegedly there were, you know, it was using alien technology and it's it's this bullshit kind of thing. Um, Seriously, anything before Google is a hoax, honestly. Like, you can Google shit so easily now. How, if if you could have done that back in the day, I think we would have had a lot less hoax. Yeah. If you could Google back in the day, there wouldn't have been an X-Files. No. Is there anything you guys would have believed before you were able to Google it? Lots okay. of things. Yeah, lots lot, of things. I believe lots of things before I could Google. And then there's still things that to this day that I've held on to from like, remember the thing like your parent told you and you're like, yeah, of course that's true. And you just for you don't. It's like that thing where you don't want to yeah. find out the real answer because it would somehow shatter this this some this weird ethereal bond that you had with uh, another human. But like. The truth is, you should just find out what the real truth is. Yeah, right. like, like he still, like Val still believes in a flat Earth. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> they won't let us go to the edge. Like, you go to Antarctica, and th- there's a there's a human there's a human border that they don't let you buy because there's a treaty by every nation on Earth. So, so, I mean, they're they're shielding us from the edge. So, I can't even take a picture if you wanted to send me there. That's the reason. See, that's what I'm saying. Is like, no, no, I was just I just had another epiphany about flat Earth. I was like. Based on their model, it's like a disc, you know, and the sun goes around the centerpiece in a circle. Yes. How does everyone ever have the sun? Do you ever, you ever witnessed uh, noon where the sun's directly overhead? No. Did they ever figure out? I can't remember. Did they figure out exactly what caused the rapid aging when the agents were on the? Um, uh... Uh, I like you want to talk about this episode. Like you are trying. 
And I'm trying sh- to at least get an idea of it. I didn't want to do a full recap. Yes, it was the it was the shit water they were drinking out of. There was yeah. poop water. In there. It was contaminated. And they <laughs> it's literally poop water. It's literally oh. it's literally worse than Flint water because yeah, it was it was Flint water. Aging. No, it was the Flint water they were drinking. That yeah. everyone so they got on board and immediately they're like, hey, we need to fill our canteens from the submarine water, and they they started drinking out of the contaminated Flint water, and it was the shit water that was the safest to drink, and that's how that one rush. Dude survived. Case closed. Man, I'm looking at the makeup again. I can't help myself. <laughs> they look like droopy dog. She or is literally the is. So <laughs> if it was tighter this. on their faces, if, if it was tighter <laughs> on their faces and you could see their face moving underneath it, it would have been perfect. But it looks like they're all wearing. Mul- Mulder just looks like a man with a shit ton of latex on his face. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, this also included like Julian Anderson threatening to murder Howard Gordon at one point because. No one is happy with this fucking makeup. It's just oh, sad. Fucking kill you, Howard. This was actually this was written it was and directed by Howard like Gordon. She grabbed him and as they were putting the latex on, grabbed her, grabbed him while she's in the chair and is like, "I will kill you, Gunza. <laughs> You're a dead man." <laughs> and then he laughed it off because Julian Anderson weighed like twenty pounds. Where are we at in this episode right now? We don't know. We're we talked about the poop water. They all go out to this boat, and the, they all go out to this boat, and like, you know, well, like... you forgot about the king, the the amazing bar that they walk into. Oh, like yeah, they, the they've been sailor one, bar. Yeah, the same yeah, one they bought a, They bought a drinking in, and like the Justice League movie. It's literally the same bar. I think it's the bar that some uh, modest mouse sings. Uh, dashboard in. Oh my god, it might be that one. So it's like Modest Mouse is in there do- talking about the fish while singing Dashboard, and like Momoa is about to come in and drink and then have a fight with like Ben Affleck, who doesn't want to be in this episode either. And the bartender is the Swedish chef, and somehow the guys who sang uh, Stonehenge is there, but they're are they? Yeah, they're Norwegian. No, they're not. Yes, they Spinal are. Tap is not Norwegian. What? Stonehenge was sung by Spinal Tap and Spinal no, Tap. No, no, no. The other guys who did the also the Fox song. Oh, yeah, those guys are Norwegian. Well, my name is Sven, and I uh, sail a and I sail a fishing boat in the ocean. <laughs> also, oh will you say the word moose? Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. No. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, like nor- this is like the, the like this is the most clusterfucked episode we have done of this show. We've done them. We've done them pretty clusterfucked. <coughs> yeah, I think we're all in a hurry to get to the next episode because it's so much better. It's a really um, good uh, and and the problem is this is another episode that doesn't really have an ending. It's just the poop water. Scully wakes up in the fucking hospital, and it's all going back to normal yeah it's like, like they, literally they, they wrote themselves into a corner and they didn't know how to end and it's like they literally just anything. like they rehydrate and everyone's okay okay yeah fucking. except the guy who fucking dies in this episode spoiler alert the guy who's an asshole dies yeah <laughs> the one good note that i can pull out of this piece of paper is <clears throat> does scully have a supply of piss bottles in her purse question mark <laughs> And then the yeah. next line is literally dun 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 dun. 
I don't know what that I don't know what that wrote I don't know what that applies to, but <laughs> um anything like I I oh man. This is not a good episode. And you know, I think they threw in the whole like water is limited now, so we have to hoard that and it was like, ah, it's like Oh yeah, that's what happened. Then he the dude all right, so we have to at least recap it a little bit. The guy eventually goes to hoard all the water and he's and he locks himself in that room. And then eventually the boat starts deteriorating because of the Rosenstein Bridge stealing all the free radicals that we didn't mention that are eating apart the metal, apparently. Um, so that that room collapsed and killed that motherfucker. That's how he did. That's how he died. And that's how it ended, pretty much. Like that's just. It's like okay, so good news, everyone. The douchebag character in this episode died. We're all we can move. I ugh. And Scully wants to go back to do research, but unfortunately the ship sank. So that that yeah, that's the one redeeming thing from this episode was that they again had somewhat legit science. So if there was like a, a radioactive substance under, underneath there, and it was reacting with their submarine like a electro electrolyte, like you can make a clock run off of a lemon, like the it was leaching shit was out there. of their metal. It's it's where in the Atlantic that Captain America was buried after the first Avenger. That's what that was. It was kryptonite. I don't know. I don't have any good answers here. There's not even any, any drug stuff in this episode we can talk about. <laughs> oh, but we'll get to it because this entire season is on drugs. Right. You know, people who work on boats in the ocean are on so many drugs. What I'm telling you is literally that this entire episode is on drugs. This entire season is on drugs. Yes. You're on drugs. Scully's hair, which stays in one place. Doesn't doesn't shift or anything. It just it's just a mushroom cap. I just also head. like how that's very I like how very tired Scully is with this episode. Like she just looks miserable through it, and it's not the rapid aging. It is just fuck me. I'm really bored. This <laughs> is done with it. And she talks about Ragnarok and doesn't even make that fun. Yeah, that's for the she she did, didn't she? Yeah, it was just like, oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, and then it brought it, and then, and then it tied back to the Rosenstein Bridge. So you got the Marvel Universe tie-in with their, uh, with their quantum tunneling, with their actual rainbow bridges. Huh. And you know what would have made this episode better? A dearest Elba. Really, they only did this episode because they had access to the boat. I think they just had the boat left over from like Colony and Endgame. Colony, right? yeah, yeah, and Endgame. And, and they, they said, were just We like, got this boat for another day. Go ahead for another couple of days. Write another episode. Fuck. Like, I swear right. to God, that's how they write the episodes. It's like, look at this cool thing we have. Let's do something with it. How many times have they used boats? Uh, you know what? Almost as many times as they've used this, uh, this plot device. Yep. So many fucking boats and the only good time they did a boat episode was triangle that's like oh god that is actually a good episode <laughs> i was trying to think about that earlier can't wait for triangle i actually got triangle confused with this episode when we were like oh we're gonna watch it i'm like all right that's a great episode yeah. i feel like I triangle like, oh, fuck. an apology for this episode and then it occurred to me that there were more episodes on boats and then it wasn't the episode i thought <laughs> <laughs> and i was really sad you have so many seasons to wait. Oh, it is so far away. But it's also one written by Vince Gillian, so yay. Um I used to think it was Gilligan. Uh, it might be. So, I don't I don't know how Gilligan. to pronounce his name. I don't know Gilligan. how to pronounce his name. Gilligan. 
So again. Another isolation episode with no real client with no real resolution and a completely contrived rescue at the end, right? Pretty much. What do they call this format? I think it's called the China Room format. I don't I don't know. And a, a story is is you have to figure out how to write a story that takes place in one in one setting and doesn't move from that setting. But nobody ever sticks to that. They always just build to going to the setting. Like a man no. from Earth. Ever seen that movie? That's a good plug. Anyone? Those were, those were called bottle episodes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And if you want really good bottle episodes, you should see Inside Number Nine, which are all taking place in one spot. Also, it's done by the guys who do the League of Gentlemen TV show, which was one of my favorites. And when are we going to do that, huh? You guys want to go and go ahead for uh, for we should disseminate information, right? I guess probably. Okay. Huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so excited! <laughs> so exciting! Yeah. The FBI basement comes to you, courtesy of the Medicinal Mass Network, a family of uh, of uh, loving and caring podcast. Valentine? Uh, yeah, we're definitely all about family. You should tune in with your family and listen to all of the things, especially Family Against Humanity. Um, I would probably advise you listen to the episode Cock Goblin, Cock Goblins. I think that's the one where my grandma's in it. That one's really good. That's a definitely good. a family episode. Family episode. <laughs> really wholesome. Yeah. Truly wholesome. Also, wow. Uh, also, uh, you can listen to The Adventures of Todd and Shannon, and Shannon uh, writes books. That are totally not remotely. Sinful books. Sinful, sinful wicked books. Where, where can they find these sinful books? Uh, at scheffrights.com. C-O-M, not, not the, the fake norwegian and we'd usually tell you what convention we're going to next but uh, guess i'm what? going to just stand uh out by a dumpster and anyone who comes by i am going to throw books at them and then demand that they give me a dollar uh when i clean their windshields using those books no more uh personal appearances until in, in public until october that is true <laughs> because someone's an asshole Todd. <laughs> hey, Marissa, tell them about your art. No, no. Tell them why I'm not allowed to be in public. <laughs> probably because of the uh, probably because of the court order. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> um, Marissa. I will make you art. You can find me on Facebook. I will also be in the dumpster that st- Shannon is standing by with my computer. Um, there'll be a sign on the dumpster saying uh, I'll make art for meaning and purpose. Uh, <laughs> she'll do it for exposure if you want to um, <laughs> get a hold of me just just knock three times on the side of the dumpster and hopefully I'll hear you <laughs> yeah, that's okay. right. pay you in the uh, same kind of exposure that you can die in <laughs> yeah I will write books for exposure which is how I will also die um, <laughs> alright I give this one I give this one Poop water with free radicals. I yawned. That's what you're getting. I, I'm trying hard not to throw up on the mic. So um, congratulations.com. You, you, get a, you get a night of vertigo. Valentine? 
Uh, well, yeah, this episode sucked, so I'm calling back to last episode. I give this one one electro uh, ejaculatorial rod shoved up the ass of this <laughs> motherfucker drinking poop water. <laughs> started to Rick said just for a second. First, I want to give you a review here. I give this episode one saggy, sad face. Okay, you guys realize that we're now at a point in the X Files season where it's like we're going to have really terrible episodes sandwiched between really good episodes. Like, they're going to be like the shit sandwich, but to lead us into really good episodes. Case in point. Join us next time, in which. Boys and girls, children, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, step right up and meet the freaks. Mulder and Scully become one of us. One of us. Oh my god. One of us. We're going to be doing Humbug, guys. Oh, Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, That's my favorite episode. Woo! You know, it's funny. I actually hadn't seen that episode until I watched it for this podcast. Yay, something to look for. Are you kidding me? I think I just broke Marissa. Yeah, what like I think I broke her worse than when I asked her if corn is grass. If you haven't seen Humbug, you haven't seen the fucking X Files. <laughs> oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, watch it uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, excited. So we're going to be doing that, and then it's like we get the really racist episode, and then we get a really stupid episode, and then we get Soft Light. Ah, uh, well. Oh yeah. god, that's a good episode. It's good. It's it's just an odd... I don't know. I don't know. I liked it. We'll see if I still like it. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the FBI Basement Podcast. We come to you courtesy of the Medicinal Mass Network. Our producer is Valentine Strand. Our host is Todd Huff. Me. We are joined by Shannon Huff and Marissa Leterio every time we come to you. Uh, how on Tuesday please um, uh, if you like what you hear support us on Patreon uh, but even just the fact that you're listening to us is enough but also hey toss us some reviews on iTunes because we like that and tell, tell everybody about us anyway, slip a for, dollar through the glory hole right for after, <laughs> glory I will beat you right <laughs> off I am Todd this has been for Valentine, Shannon and Marissa Good night. The truth is out there. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more from our other shows on the Medicinal Mass Network.